Are you paying too much for your home and auto insurance? At Caleb Holloway State Farm, you're a one-quick-click call and quote away for some serious savings. Visit www.calebholloway.net or call 706-406-2111 for all of your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, Caleb Holloway State Farm is there. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and I have back with me tonight, you are Lady. Brittany. Nice to see you again. Nice to be here. Yeah, it's good, good to have you in the house. So, <laughs> uh, What's been going on? How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Tried out a new place across the street. What's the name of it? Newbies. Newbies. On Broad Street. Yes. And it is a... Swanky. It's a wine bar. Yeah. Wine loft, yeah. if you will. Yep. I liked it. We rolled up in there and did the the flight sampler. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good idea or not. It's a good deal. Yeah, it's uh, it was we a tried, good it was a good deal. We, we tried, tried all of them. Eight. Probably tried house wines. Yeah, eight <laughs> slash sixteen glasses <laughs> a piece. No, for me, I, I mean, I was happy about it because the ones that you didn't like, I just drank them and. Yeah. Uh, the ones that I did say that I liked, he kind of gave me a little extra. Yeah. So um, it was a heavy pours over there. So uh, it's a good group over there. New business in town on Broad Street, newbies. So go check them out, mm-hmm. see what they got going on. So, and uh, so what else is going on with you? Nothing. Nothing's going on with you. You ain't got nothing coming up. Nothing planning. Nothing going on. I've got a lot coming up. Yeah, you got a. There's a lot of things. What about you? Uh, well, you know. I got a lot of things coming up too. What you got? I gotta, I gotta find somewhere for us to stay uh, when we go to a wedding in a couple of weeks, yeah. which is a little bit of a struggle right now because it seems like everybody's booked up. Beach wedding, and then we got to, um, we're going to New Orleans in September, mm-hmm. so I got to get our flight for that. Yes. And uh, we're gonna do as the Cajuns do. Yeah, we're gonna go sample sixteen different wines <laughs> <laughs> in a twenty-four hour wait. Shit, in a two-hour span. <laughs> Uh, and then go somewhere else and do it again. And then we got to get ready for, we're, we're getting married in October. Ooh. So we got to get ready to go to Colorado and do that. So luckily we're not being made to, um, show a vaccine card. We hope. We hope that doesn't change because yeah. I have not gotten a vaccine card because I'm not getting a vaccine. I have one, you but do. I don't know that it'll be good enough for the both of us. You did not grow horns out of your head or a third nipple, so I was I was highly impressed with how that worked out for you. I did not. <laughs> Other stories. You know, honestly, it's probably just saline, so you'll be fine. They're like, we'll just tell them it's it's medicine. <laughs> no, it's just fucking saline. Let's be honest. It's just saline. Um, before we get started, 
We're going to go ahead and jump on to our uh, What the Florida moment. And uh, this is a good one. I didn't want to tell you what it was because uh, I wanted your natural reaction when we read this out. All right. But a 20-year, I'm sorry, 21-year-old Indian Harbor Beach woman uh, suspected of becoming enraged during an argument with her boyfriend squeezed his genitals until they bled. (laughs) She later offered an apology to the man uh, in the police report. Um, Katie Lee Pitchford, uh, Pitchford, not Fork, Ford. She probably has a Pitchford in the house somewhere. I <laughs> uh, was charged with domestic violence and battery, uh, and put on probation, uh, for getting into an altercation with her boyfriend. Uh, she, uh, apparently had hit him with a brush, punched and scratched his face, and then grabbed him by his throat until he could not breathe. Oh. Uh, before he struggled to get away to call for help. Uh, she had uh, latched onto his genitals and squeezed them really hard to the point where they bled. Um, as she was being led to the patrol car, uh, Pitchford asked uh, law enforcement officers if she could just please go see her boyfriend before they took her to jail because uh, she wanted to say she was sorry. <laughs> I just want to know, is she bigger than him? I don't know what he looks like, but she looks like a, a pretty – like she – Here's a picture of her. I don't. She doesn't look like a big girl. She's just mean. She just mean. She looks mean because as hell. If I wanted to come at you, you wait know, a minute. Like I like if I was mad at you and wanted to choke you, you're much bigger than me. I don't think. I mean, we've wrestled before. Yeah. I, I don't get very far. Yeah. That's, what? Probably, I want to know what this, this guy looks like. This may have been the worst story I could ever read to you. So <laughs> whatever I did, I'm sorry, and I'll never do it again. Let's please not ever. Uh, let it escalate. I'm really not mad at her. I, I'm sure he deserved it. He, <laughs> you know, men have audacity. That's why their pockets are bigger. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> I don't know if anybody deserves to have their their junk twisted on, though. Yikes. I don't know. Probably I don't know. Point. I don't have one, so I don't think it would hurt. Yeah, it, it hurts. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> All right. Let me go ahead and... Uh, uh, Let's just go ahead and move on to the next section because I've made myself sweat and nervous. I'm probably going to be sleeping with one I open for the rest of the week. so Or at least I'll be on my P's and Q's. So I'll be nice so you don't get upset with me and hit me with a hairbrush, scratch or punch my face, or squeeze my balls. So, um, We talk a lot about dreams, you and I do. Yeah. And we have some pretty vivid dreams. We have some pretty wild dreams. I think the funny thing about you, when you have dreams that make you mad, <laughs> Like, if you dream something about me that makes you mad. I'm mad the next day. You're mad the next day. I'm mad day. for like three days. Yeah, yeah. So I like Until I, I, you're sorry for what I dreamed about. Yeah, I'm like, what? What is going on? What, <laughs> what just happened? That? Why are you mad at me? I will tell you this. Ever since I was a little girl, I have always dreamed. And it, it was always very vivid. It was always real to me. Like, it almost takes me half a day to get out of the dream. I, I know that it, sounds crazy. No, it's real because I, I can attest to it. Yeah, yeah. And whether it be a good dream, whether it be something that I feel like is, you know, my dream's trying to tell me, I try to figure them out because, you know, as a little girl, they just either scare you or they make you happy, those sort of things. But as you get older, you're like, why did I dream that? Was was I thinking that before I went to sleep? What did I watch? What did I eat? You know? Yeah. So I try to dissect it a little bit more. I know that one of the things you do that, um, my dreams are so crazy. Mine 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 are wild. Mine are like a Quentin Tarantino. My dreams are like Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movies. I know I tell the story about the dream I had about Donald Trump and Borat, and uh, one time on an episode previously, and uh, so that's where where I kind of dream like a, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie in my dreams. So it's always crazy. But you know what? It makes sense because like studies about dreams show that you're more creative when you're asleep. Like your your creative juices are flowing. Like yeah. if you are a creative person. That's where it's coming to life. So I think people that come up with movies and come up with ideas for books and and all that, yeah, I, you know, it's there. maybe they dreamed about it. Yeah. Maybe they got a, a little something. You're from right, it. and we we are going we're going to we're actually going to we're going to brush over that as well too. So, um, but one of the things I was going to say is the dreams. You have a lot of dreams where you you reconnect with people that's passed away, yeah. people that are really really important to you in your life, and then they've passed away, and you kind of can reconnect with those folks in your dreams, which I think is, it's, it's really cool. And it's kind of, it's, I think it's a special thing that you're able to do that. I can't do that. I've never been able to do that, but, uh, but I think it's kind of, I I think think it's kind of cool. I think that most of our healing happens when we're asleep. And, um, 
I believe that God gives us our heart's desire. I, I firmly believe that. So when I pray, I pray. Sometimes I pray and I fall asleep praying. I used to feel bad about it, but now it's okay. I kind of feel like God's with me when I'm sleeping. Um, but when you're grieving, when when you've lost someone that that means so much to you and, and you didn't really get to say goodbye, it it is very healing for them to be able to come to you in a dream and have a conversation, even if it's just my subconscious making it up. Obviously, I needed it. Yeah. Like, I needed some rest. I needed some peace from it. We had so, some unfinished business. Yeah, no doubt. And so I have been visited by people that I needed to be visited by. I needed that peace. I needed, you know, and in my dream, I, I remember, you know, specifically this one dream, um, I got a hug. I, I, I felt an embrace. I woke up. I still felt it on my skin. That's real to me. And yeah. and so it resonates and I needed it. So I, I don't know if it is that person coming to you. Who's to know? Or if it's just God kind of sweeping over me, giving me some peace, giving me what I need. Right. So I mean, it makes sense to me. I, I, I 100% can see um, how those specific things um, when, sorry, I had somebody trying to go, come in just now. <laughs> So, yeah, we have to keep the door locked in the studio because folks will just stroll in here. But but I can see how those things uh, are important. Those important people to you that you, you feel like you, you had unfinished business with them and you're able, you're able to connect to them in your subconscious, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I wish I could do that with some of my folks. So mm-hmm. it's uh, I think it's an awesome thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into the scientific part of this. Um, and this may be the boring part of it, but here's what I read. Uh, dreams will represent a collection of thoughts, struggles, emotions, events, people's places, symbols, and things that are relevant to you in your life. So the things that are important to you typically are the things that you're, you know, what, whatever trials and tribulations or highs and lows, um, all that stuff that it that you're connected to, uh, your soul's connected to. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that that reoccur back in your subconscious. I think when you go to sleep. Uh, and according to uh, uh, Dr. Sigmund Freud, uh, dreams are just an imagery of a wish or an impulse you had from a childhood uh, that was repressed. Um, so he feels like it's, you know, it's kind of like the things that you wanted to obtain as a small child or aspirations that you have You when you go to bed, those things come back to you in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. So does that make sense to yeah, you? It does. Um in uh, early civilizations, uh, dreams were thought to bring uh, bring um, humans and God. It was a it was a medium between humans and gods. Mm-hmm. So they used dreams to actually the Greeks and the Romans would use dreams um, to try to predict the future. So dreams are very um, important. A lot of important decisions were made back then off of dreams. Uh, which probably, yeah. yeah, God Almighty, I would hate to know that the decisions I were making that I'm making every day is out of my dreams. Isn't it weird that you can have a dream that kind of, you know, if you're taking a test and you're dreaming about taking that test, you kind of feel like that's a premonition, like maybe I'll do good because I dreamed about it. And it's the same like when you dream that your teeth are falling out. Like you don't, you don't want to have that same. Um, have you ever dreamed that? Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. It's part of. It's part of it. It's it's called a reoccurring dream. Yeah, we a lot of us have the same types of dreams, kind of like our teeth are falling mm-hmm. out, or we're naked in front of a right. crowd, or we're falling off a cliff or off our bed. You know, things like that. And honestly, the things I've read is so cool. Um, it's not that we're really losing our teeth or we're afraid we're going to be naked in front of people. It's it's weird things like maybe we didn't lock the door. You know yeah. how sometimes I'm like, hey, did you lock the door? Did yes, you lock the door? yes. It's because I'm, I'm worried every about night. <laughs> every night. I'm worried about it. So I may be dreaming that somebody's, you know, that something's happening. Right. I may be dreaming that there's a rat in my cob salad. But really. <laughs> but we don't eat at Applebee's. We don't eat so Applebee's. That, so that, that doesn't happen. happen. <laughs> but really, I if I'm dreaming something weird like that, it could be just my subconscious upset about the door, me thinking it's unlocked. So that's how dr- weird dreams are, honestly. Um, another, you know, other theories. There's many theories on uh, what dreams actually mean. Scientists say that you dream anywhere from three to five times per sleep cycle, um, but you're only able to you're only able to retain ninety five percent, which I think is a lot. I think it's a, a, a high percentage. Maybe I didn't write that number down correctly. Because <laughs> really I was looking, I was like, only 95%. That's, that's pretty much the whole that's kit and caboodle. So, um, you know, in your dream, uh, dreams occur um, during, of course, your REM uh, cycle of sleep. 
That is your heaviest point of sleep. What's REM? Uh, rapid eye movement. That's right. And it's a band from Athens. Uh, <laughs> what's the frequency, Kenneth? So I used to love them. Um, I saw him at the 40 watt once. It was a highlight, one of the highlights of my life. Um, also, uh, REM usually sets in uh, within the first 90 minutes of sleep. Uh, and your dreams are more intense during that cycle uh, because your brain is still is, is very active at that point. So, Did you know that during REM sleep, your body becomes paralyzed at a point? So that's sleep paralysis? Not necessarily. Okay. That sleep paralysis is a little different because it's a disorder. Yeah. REM sleep is like the rapid eye movement. That's the deep sleep. That's the good stuff. That's okay. like where you're dreaming. That's where you're your mind's going it's being real active that's where you're you're getting healthy you know you're resting you're going over everything that you went over while you were awake right in your dream um but your your body gets paralyzed for a short time while you're in rem it sounds like like, uh, like physically you become paralyzed it sounds a little bit like when you take uh moonwalker delta eight gummies right before you go to bed <laughs> You don't dream, and you pretty much are paralyzed. So. You are paralyzed. So, so I heard. Um, <laughs> uh, one uh, neurobiological theory of dreaming, uh, it's uh, activation synthesis hypothesis. It's a big fancy word. Uh, proposed by a Harvard psychologist, uh, John Allen, I think it's Hobson. He was so important, he had three names. And uh, Robert McCary. Uh, and they say the dreams don't actually mean anything. It's just a random thought or image that's, uh, that's lodged in your memory that just comes comes to comes to you when you sleep. Mm-hmm. And then again, we'll go back to Freud. Uh, Freud believed that the relevant unconsciousness uh, is it's just repressed conflicts or wishes uh, since childhood. So mm-hmm. that's what continues having. Just like, you go back to Freud. He's he's more along the lines of things that you did not do and wanted to do as a child or conflicts that you may have entered, and that's what continues to cause you to dream. Hmm. Another theory, another big word, threat uh, simulation theory, and it's actually a defense mechanism to prepare you for like a scary event. Uh, And just an example, uh, you have children that live in an unstable environment with physical or psychological abuse. Um, They're constantly threatened, and their, um, their dream production is heightened. So, Studies will go show that children that come from those environments, um, they dream, their, their dreams are more vivid and they're more active uh, and they're typically not good things, not good memories brought more back negative. up. Yeah. Right. Man. Well, when I looked up dreams, it was defined as a state of consciousness characterized by sensory and cognitive and emotional occurrences during sleep. So... Like I said, you're more active when you're asleep. Your brain's getting ready for the next day. It doesn't always make sense. There's all kinds of dreams. They're even um, categorized. Um, I can tell you there are nightmares. There are things that bring, you know, the stress and the fear and the trauma. It comes from illness. It can even come from drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, you've ever... Ever hear of people taking medicine and seeing demons? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my kids, when they, were, when they were small, they would have nightmares or night terrors. They didn't watch scary movies, so I don't really know where it come from. Maybe just, you know, a high fever or maybe just maybe what they're afraid of. Sure. You know, I remember asking Cadence when she was little, I said, you know, draw me a picture of what you're afraid of. And she was afraid of a burglar. And I, looking in the window is right. what she would say. It's so funny. Zaylee's the same way, too. Yeah. They both are afraid of people breaking yeah. in. And no one's ever broken into my house, so I don't know where that fear comes from. But that's that's their fear. So, um, you know, like I said, I, I like to pray. And so I pray over them. I sometimes crawl in the bed with them, let them crawl in the bed with me. You know, I do lavender before they go to bed. You know, all those things. I took measures to make we, sure that— We bought dream catchers? That's what I was getting to next. Yeah. Um, Nothing really worked. You know, they feel comforted by some of those things, but nothing took away the dream. So I, I tried to think about it, and I was like, what can I get to symbolize something where they can look at it? And I was thinking maybe a cross, maybe, I don't know. And so I got to um, talking to a friend at work that made dream catchers, and I brought one home, 
And I explained to Cadence when she was little that those dream catchers are used to symbolize, you know, things that catch dreams, good or bad. It's going to catch it, and it'll take care of it so she doesn't have to worry about it. And I don't know what about it she loved. She she took to that, and she didn't have any more bad dreams. Right. And if she does, she knows how to navigate it. It's it's not it doesn't it's not bigger than her anymore. Mm-hmm. And she needed that. And I I love I love a dream catcher. I love what it symbolizes. Yeah. So. Zoe has one as well too, and I think Zaylee has. Does, yeah. We, yeah, we got Zaylee one as well too. So yeah. yeah, so we're all caught up with that. So, um, kind of to go. Do you have any more information on the Dreamcatcher? No. That's something we could dig into later. Yeah. With uh, yeah, for sure. Um, some of the things that we're talking about, you were talking about earlier with um, your creativity, uh, enhances your creativity, and so I have some examples of that. And we will start it off with not that terrible picture that you sent me of the man in jail who made his own <laughs> own dolls. Uh, it was so crazy. It um, was lonely. Uh, so, well, actually, let's go back to some dream Im- uh, imagery examples. I forgot about that. You were talking about the teeth falling out, mm-hmm. uh, and that represented just it's just a reoccurring. It's just dream. a reoccurring dream. It's something that you can dream about all the time. I've got um, uh, say you're you're getting a visit from your mother in law. You may be, this is just an example. You may be dreaming about being attacked by a bear. Okay. <laughs> um, you landed a new account at work. Okay. So you may dream about winning the lottery. Yeah. If something's exciting uh, and so, it's a, a big event you're looking forward to and it falls through, um, you possibly could dream about a plane crash or falling off a cliff. Yeah. So those are, those kind of things correlate together. Um, the benefits of dreams, um, Allows you to commit um, things that you learn in memory. Meaning, uh, the meaning of dreams helps you with your uh, cognitive processes. Uh, dreams often um, offer emotional benefits, such as uh, introspection. Also, can aid in creativity. Mm-hmm. So, this is what we're going to get into. Yeah. Um, so, what examples do you have on that? Dream. And I've got a couple too. You go ahead. I, okay. I, actually, I'm going to a, a different direction. Okay, that sounds good. That. Uh, everybody knows about Salvador Dali. Uh, the persistence of memory painting was was painted from a dream he had. Okay. We'll go look at John Lennon, number nine dream uh, on the Beatles record. Um, John Lennon, <clears throat> the course repeats itself. Man, this is not going to be. It's Ah, Bawaka, Palsa, Palsa. Uh, I know that's probably not right. Uh, although it sounds like an exotic language, it, it was actually a phrase that he heard in his dream and uh, it referred to how real the dream felt uh, in the dream. And he wrote it down when he woke up immediately and he wrote a song about it. So you got John Lennon, um, Eliza Howe's sewing machine. OK, 19. I'm sorry, 1845, the invention of a lock switch sewing machine also came to an American inventor, Eliza Howe, through a dream. Uh, Hal had uh, all the elements of the sewing machine ready. However, he struggled with the design of the machine. Um, and one night he had a violent nightmare where he was forced to build a sewing machine or face death. And when he failed, he was stabbed with a spear. And if you notice, the spears had holes in the tips, which was to incorporate the make a successful sewing machine. So he took an image of something that he was being murdered with in his dream. And he used that design to create a sewing machine. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Inception. Did you ever see Inception? Oh, yeah. I love Inception. Did you like it? I love it. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. God, I can't even talk about it. Um, So, basically, the film questions what's real. Um, So, Leonardo DiCaprio literally uh, delves into the uh, dreams of others. Nolan took inspiration from his uh, own lucid dream. Uh, Talking to the LA Times, Nolan stated... I wrote the first draft of the script seven or eight years ago, but it goes back much further. This idea approached in a dream I'd had in another state in reality. That's a little heavy. Um, Hold on. Before you go further, yep. you said lucid dream. For those of you who do not know, a lucid dream means that you are half awake and half asleep. You're kind of in control. So if you're on a stage, you can easily like throw in a guitar and be a rock star in your own dream. That's what a lucid dream is. Like You are in control. Oh, gotcha. Isn't that cool? I did not know that. Yeah. The Beatles song yesterday, Paul McCartney, 
I woke up one morning and I had a tune in my head and I thought, hey, I don't know what this tune is or do I? It was like a jazzy melody. I went to the piano, found the chords, uh, made sure I remembered it all and uh, hawked it out to my friends. And what do you think? And asking what do they think of it? And uh, it's a good tune, but it, had, it couldn't have been written because it, he dreamed it. So he dreamed yesterday, the melody to yesterday. And if you're Johnny Cash fans, Johnny Cash, um, June Carter Cash wrote Ring of Fire, okay? But it, it was her song and she wrote it. But uh, Johnny Cash had a dream about a mariachi band playing and he heard this song. And so they replicated the mariachi band and put Ring of Fire to it. And so that came from a dream, from Johnny Cash's dream. So it's really cool. It was. It was a. Uh, it was pretty awesome. I'm a big Johnny Cash fan, so, so yeah, man. Like these these people are super creative. Took some dreams and made a lot of money with them. Mm-hmm. So something I didn't know when um I, I did a whole study on dreams back in college days, and um you know you hear about nightmares and lucid dreams, and you hear about reoccurring dreams and sleepwalkers and all this stuff, um, but dream lag. I, I, I read about that. And with my, with my history with dreams, that's what I have. It, it just carries on. Like it, some people can't remember their dreams, like a big percentage of people, like you forget your dream before you wake up. Mm-hmm. And, um, they say, if you want to remember, because you're most creative when you're asleep, you get a journal and you write it down as soon as you wake up right then when it's fresh. Um, for people like me that are kind of stuck in their dream for a little while, takes a minute to wake up and to figure out what's real. You have that lag and it can last up to a week. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Crazy. Now I know there's been times when I've had dreams and I try to decipher like, you know, and I go back and think about it and I'll, I'll remember bits and pieces of yeah. stuff that I, I didn't remember initially. So right. it's just kind of weird. It is it's strange. Well, let me tell you about this okay. just because I'm a, I guess because I'm a good sleeper. I All right. To sleep. Um, I love sleeping. As a as a child, even as a adult, I have um, at times been a sleepwalker. Oh, <laughs> yeah! A lot ex- of my close friends have stories. I haven't experienced this yet, so please do not scare me. <laughs> so um, sleepwalking, a lot of people have discovered um, sleep art. Some sleepwalkers they'll they don't even know, but they do art while they're asleep. That's where they're. That's where they're. Revenue comes in. Okay. They go to sleep, don't even remember their art artwork. So that's a true story. Um, there was something else. A woman had slept walk and um, killed her cousin 22 miles from her house. What? Yeah. Didn't even remember. How do you charge somebody that don't remember? I wonder if she's taking Ambien. I mean, she probably felt innocent, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a good, that's a good alibi. I was asleep. It, it's yeah. it's crazy to me. Or there was more stories about women sleeping with random partners and not remembering just from sleepwalking. Wow. Yeah. Um, Talk about getting in a dangerous situation. Yeah. Or a man um, walked out of a three walked out of a window, third story, to his death. He didn't die. Jesus. He's barely alive though. Oh man. Sleepwalking. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a sleepwalker, so I'm like, man. But I'm a, I am don't know how because there are days I'm a light sleeper. So I wake up pretty quick. I used to see, like when Tyler was little, he would he would get up and walk around. And I remember, until this one story, him probably going to love me for this, but <clears throat> he had just got out of the tub. He was little. Uh, he got out of the tub, and he was laying on the couch asleep in his underwear, you know, like watching TV, fell asleep. And, uh, I mean, he was, he was little. He gets up and walks to the front door and opens the door. And he's standing there, and it's cold outside. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to school. I'm like, you're going to school? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to school. And I was like, wake up, dude. You're asleep. You're sleepwalking. And I thought it was funny. I, I We laughed about it or whatever the next day. But then I kind of thought, I was like, how dangerous would it have been if he just wakes up in the middle of the night and walks out of the house? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's a real thing. It happens, apparently. Oh, yeah. So luckily, we didn't have to deal with that. When my mom and dad first got married, um, he walked down the road butt naked. What? The wind woke him up. Oh and he's God. a modest man. That's like, hilarious. He was mortified. Are you freaking serious? <laughs> True story. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Are you going to walk out of our house naked? I hope not. I do, too. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm a modest lady. I know. 
Hey everybody, it's Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. Are you looking for something a little extra to get you through your day? Well, let me suggest Kill Cliff. Kill Cliff is a clean energy drink with a natural source of caffeine derived from green tea leaves. Whether it be the Kill Cliff for recovery, Ignite for that energy boost, or the CBD-infused Kill Cliff, they've got you covered. Go to CigarStoreIdiot.com, click on the Kill Cliff link, and use promo code CIGARIDIOTS for some awesome savings. Kill Cliff, clean energy, killer taste. All right, so you're looking at, um, I also read something where we've got 10 most common dreams and what they mean. So every night during sleep, each of us uh, create around five dream episodes. Uh, these dreams can last between 15 to 40 minutes. Um, two hours of dreaming every night is kind of what goes on. We got 7 billion dreamers on this planet. Uh, 35 billion dreams. Uh, if we want to do the math on that, there's 35 billion dreams in any 24-hour period. That's pretty crazy. Uh, one of the most common ones, and you mentioned it, your teeth falling out. Uh, dreams about your teeth can be, uh, reflect on anxieties about your appearance and how others perceive you. Uh, such dreams stem from uh, a fear of rejection, embarrassment, or being unattractive. Um, I don't know how I've ever dreamed about my teeth falling out. <laughs> uh, teeth are used to bite and tear and chew. Dreams uh, about losing your teeth stem from a sense of powerless, which means you may be experiencing self-confidence issues. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Never knew that. Uh, being chased. Okay, this is another reoccurring dream that people have. Being, ch being chased suggests that you're running away from something uh, that is causing you fear, anxiety in your work life. It indicates uh, have a ten or wait, let me read that again. It indicates that you have a tendency to run away or avoid particular issues. Do you dream about being chased? I don't. Do you? No. Do you dream about running away in a All white dress from <laughs> some guy standing? No, just, just want to make sure. Just checking. You're the one that runs in your sleep. I do. I have restless legs. I'm, I'm about as fast in the bed uh, with restless legs as I am uh, walking down the street. So, uh, It also indicates that you have a tendency to avoid. Uh, the chaser can also represent the aspect of yourself. Your own feelings of anger, jealousy, fear uh, can manifest itself into a threatening figure. That's pretty wild. Unable to find a toilet. This is probably where people stand up in the middle of a room and just piss in front of random strangers. <laughs> or it's a lot of alcohol causes that to happen. Yeah. I'm just going to let that go. Yeah. Two times in a row we talked about it. Um, <laughs> uh, unable to find a toilet. You're having trouble finding a toilet uh, means that you may find difficult to express your need in a certain situation. It can represent feeling of uh, personal need and not being met, always putting others first. You may feel you're locking or lacking time for personal issues and need more privacy, self-care, or self-expression. Naked in public is another one. Being naked in public symbolizes that uh, not being able to find yourself uncertain, uh, uncertainty or being wrongly accused. If you're not <clears throat> the naked person in the dream, but you see a nude person, and you are sickened by it, it means you are worried about exposing a person. Okay. That's pretty good. Unprepared for an exam. That wasn't a dream. That was a real-life situation for me. Every single time I had to take a test. Uh, exam dreams can be so real that I actually wake up convinced that you've failed a test. At least one in five people experience an exam dream in their life. Exam dreams are a reflection of a of you look at you lacking confidence and inability uh, to advance to the next stage in life. Flying, I probably dream about this. Um, a tough time flying in your dream suggests that someone or something is stopping you from moving to the next step in life. Being afraid to fly proposes that you might be having trouble keeping up with your high school goal your your high goals, not high school high goals. Let me make this text a little bigger for my old eyes. Um, if you're alone and you struggle to fly, it implies that you are lacking confidence within yourself. Well, or you're lacking confidence to die in an airplane crash. That's the way I'm looking at Falling. We've all dreamed about falling off a cliff, I'm sure, or out of a tree. If you fall anywhere, you're, uh, you're overcome by fear. It, signi it signifies insecurity and anxiety about a situation. Enjoy the feeling of falling suggests that you are not afraid of change. I don't really like that feeling. Yeah, I don't 
Yeah, I'm out really on that. Like change. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> An out of control vehicle. Dreams of cars represent our drive in life and the direction we are taking. At this stage in your life, you may feel that you are off track and need to get back on the road. Keep going. Finding, finding an unused room. I've never dreamed this. If you learn of a new room in your dreams, it denotes new outlooks, ability that you realize about yourself. If the room is wide, it means you are ready to make a new beginning in your life. Oh. I've never dreamed that. I've never even heard of that. Have you? No. Being late. This is a real thing for us, too. Dreaming that you are late represents, represents uh, your worry and anxiety about taking a different direction in your life or that you're trying to get things done before you feel that you are running out of time. Your unconscious might be telling you it's never too late to do the things you want to do in your life. Okay. Do you dream about being late? I do. Do you really? Yeah. But I'm, I plan, like I plan for work every day, all day. So I think that subconsciously, I probably, I probably go to sleep thinking about it. Here's one. Um, what do you, do you have any info on uh, what dreaming about dying in your sleep like dying in a dream have you ever dreamed that i have i actually um just old wives tales honestly i always heard that you know when you're dreaming about death you never really see the person's face Mm -hmm. um when you're falling you don't ever want to hit the ground Mm -hmm. um, because you don't wake up and like i said all of these are tales you know just things i was told um you never want to see yourself naked in a dream why not I don't know. I was just told that it it meant death. I don't even want to see myself naked awake. <laughs> or I, I, I heard that, you know, when you dream of a birth, it means there's a death. Like I said, they're all tales. You can choose to believe what God, you want to believe. There's so many of those. I, I love to hear them. I don't know that I believe all of them. It's kind of like a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. I like to read them. I don't know that I believe all of it. It's just kind of cool. Yeah. When I spill the salt, I throw it over my shoulder. Yeah, so. you do. <laughs> so if you're dreaming about dying, uh, and I, I'll tell you my, my dream I had, I dreamed that, and I was older, I was in college, and uh, I was, I dreamed I was in this dark room, and I could hear people sobbing. And in the corner of the room, everybody's back was to me, and they were kind of in a circle, like in a circle, and I could see a real faint light in the middle of all the all the people. Um shining down but but my my vision was blocked by everybody's back and 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 mind you i was in college but when i was dreaming this i was a little kid like in the dream and so i wade through all the people that had their back to me and people are crying you could just hear people crying and i get to the and it's a casket Mm -hmm. it's a casket and so i'm a small child in this dream I, i grab the side of the casket and i look over and I see my my adult self dead in the casket. Oh my gosh! Like, and of course I woke up. Yeah. Like it woke it woke me up. Um, but yeah, so that I actually told my 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 psychology professor that, and he's like, "Yeah, that's that's you probably should talk to somebody about that. You need therapy. You need therapy." <laughs> but when I read this, uh, you know, uh, to die in your dream symbolizes interchange, transformation, self discovery, uh, and a positive development that's happening within your life. Dreams of experiencing your own death usually means that big changes are ahead for you. I don't really know if I had big changes coming ahead. I don't really know what, you know, I I don't know where to, Well, I don't think it was that. Let me tell you, because I dream the way I dream, I've always been so um, interested. And so I bought a book when I was a teenager that kind of interprets dreams. Okay. And um, it said when you, when you dream of some, of a death, whether it be yourself or someone else, it could be a rebirth. It could be, you know, you being reborn. It's kind of what you were saying. Like watching the old me die. Yeah. And it's time to move on to something yeah, else. Yeah, and it completely makes sense. But it's that, just a theory. It could be. That could be something in it because during those times, I probably was not the best human being, and I was probably doing some some things that I shouldn't have been doing. And maybe that was my mind trying to give me a wake-up call. Maybe. Yeah. This person's going to die if you don't stop doing what <laughs> you're doing. Shed that old skin. Yeah, yeah, for real. And your bad habits. Um, here's, let's go over your fun facts, and then I'm going to go over uh, 
the last part of this thing, we're going to talk about um, in- interpretation of of sex dreams. Okay. So let's, so let's get into that. Let me tell you some of my facts. I just think they're so cool. I think dreams are so cool. The human mind's so cool. Um, 12% of people dream in black and white. How cool. That's cool. Black I don't do and that. white. I I haven't ever dreamed in black and white. I wish I could. Yeah, you'd be dreaming about Lucy and uh, (laughs) Desi. Lucy and Desi. Um, People who are blind can still dream. That's cool. That's really cool. They dream in shape and sound and color. Like, just so strange. Man, Um, I I never knew that. Yeah, wrap your brain around that one. That's that's a good one. Um, You can only dream about faces you've already seen before. I don't know if I completely agree with that one. Because I remember specifically dreaming about the same person that I'd never seen before. And it was not a nice dream. And it was reoccurring. And I swore to myself, if I ever saw this person, I'd probably have to go to therapy. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I don't know if I agree with that one. But um, the next one is you become physically paralyzed during REM sleep. I thought that was really cool. Um, And it's a short time, like Mm -hmm. maybe 20 minutes. All your muscles go to sleep. Um, within five minutes of waking up, 50% of the dreams have been forgotten. So you people that want to decipher your dreams, get a little notebook, write it down right when you wake up. Um, it says that, um, the average person spends six years of their life dreaming. Really? It's crazy. That is wild. The average person, um, you can still learn and grow and heal while dreaming. It's like, it's it's crazy. It's like you're laying there dormant, but that's when you're your body's repairing it. Your mind's yeah. repairing itself. It's our mind is so strong. Yeah, it is such a powerful. It's amazing thing. that we only use such a small percentage of it. Yeah, um, this one's cool. Animals, animals dream. Really? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like your dog or your cat sitting beside you, and it's like making noises and yeah. kind of, you know, they they dream. So I wonder what they're dreaming about, like chasing things in the yard. And says, uh, are you going to break out the what the tigers dream of when they take their little tiger snooze? Listen. <laughs> Damn, I wish I would have had that sound bite. Um, dreams recharge creativity. We've covered that. Um, this one's cool. You cannot read or tell time in your dreams. I'm going to try. Yeah, I am too. You now just, that I've thought about you just it. just made a challenge. I mean, I've never thought about it, but somebody did. And they said it's pretty much impossible. Like you try to tell time or you try to read. I guess it's like when you try to punch somebody real hard in your dream and it's oh, in and slow can't. motion and you just can't hit them. Yeah. Maybe that's one of those things. Yeah. I wonder how many people go through that because I know I've dreamed. It I've been in. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. You dream you've been, you're in a fight and you wake up sore as hell and you're like that. That was the other thing I was going to talk to you about too is when you dream about something like that. Like uh, if you dream about your dying or you're dreaming about fighting and usually you wake up like you're just so amped up and your body's tight. The reason that happens is because you have a huge adrenaline dump. Uh, your body dumps a ton of adrenaline because you're just your your mind's going through this event like it's truly happening, mm-hmm. uh, and so your body dumps all. So that's why everybody wakes up like you wake up so tense and just like yeah. you know panting trying to catch your breath. So yeah. All right, I've got two more. Um, studies show that from age ten to seventeen years old, people that are left-handed can remember most of their lucid dreams. Hmm. Now, remember, the lucid dreams are the ones where you're half asleep and half awake. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It is cool. Because I can't remember a lot of those things. But I'm right-handed. So yeah. I didn't I didn't realize it had to do with that. I didn't either. <laughs> um, and then, last but not least, um, I learned that people diagnosed with schizophrenia, they are in a constant state of REM. Wow. That rapid eye movement. Like, so it's like a, a a movie scene just playing all the time. So everybody's like, oh, they're crazy. They're crazy. Y'all be nice to those people. Yeah. They're just dreaming. Like, if they see rats on the floor, they, they believe they're rats. By God, they believe there's rats. rats on the floor. Because I get stuck in my dreams sometimes. I, I wake up. I, you know, if I get shot in my dream, I, I feel pain when I wake up. Yeah. A lot of people feel those things. So. Be nice to the schizophrenic. And just to clarify, you're not schizophrenic. I'm not schizophrenic. Not that we know of. Not yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Let's see that. I'm just kidding. So, but uh, so we'll get down to the meaty part of this thing, uh, which uh, all you perverts out there will enjoy this part. Uh, it may not be what you think it is. So these are nine things that sex dreams could be telling you and what to do about it. Um, you know, everybody 
you know, have, we have the, the, the dreams of fear, uh, like snakes and spiders. And of course we have the sex dreams, um, how to interpret your sex dreams. We're just going to go over the nine common sex dreams. What, number one with a teacher or a boss. Keep in mind that sleeping with someone in a dream often represents one in the quality of a person has. Uh, dreaming about a boss or a teacher might mean that you want the qualities of the boss, uh, not so much that you really want the physical uh, aspect of it. You're just wanting something. You want to siphon their power. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so uh, sleeping with a sh- or having sex with a stranger or an acquaintance. Uh, if you've been daydream or if you've been dreaming about having sex with strangers or people you barely know, um, you might want to be, be unsure. Uh, you might be unsure about what it is about them that makes you want to, that you're dreaming about them. Um, and it's something that stands out in their character. Maybe they're muscular, um, you know, they're charismatic trait. Um, you know, so the muscles would represent your own ability to be strong, handle tough situations and the muscles, um, through some difficult times, or you have muscles through some difficult times. Huh. Okay. I don't know. About I would that. think that's just a thrill. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, a daydream. Yeah. So having sex with your ex, it's not uncommon to dream, uncommon to dream about having uh, sex with the ex. Um, and if you're sleeping with them, it's the most obvious reason that you may simply miss them. Ugh. Especially if you're in a quote unquote dry spell and your current relationship isn't doing for you in that department. If it's an ex that you're glad to be rid of, uh, having sex with them in a dream can actually be an indication that you are coming to peace with the relationship and letting it go. Okay. Sex with a celebrity. Who does that? Um, we project, (laughs) I I swear to God, I'm going to throw this microphone at you. (laughs) Oh my God. This is over. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we project. My fiance has been in movies. I have. And shows. Oh, so you're. So he's oh, kind of like a good save. Nice save. I'm like a. I'm an F lister. I'm not you an A lister. Beat red. Uh, it's because it's hot in here and I'm wearing my Hawks shirt. So uh, go Hawks. Uh, God dang, I'm sweating. Keep now. going. Um, we project a lot onto, ce- onto celebrities. Um, and usually, if you're dreaming about sleeping with one, there's, there's something they have that you want. Remember, connection is the name of the game. If it's a movie star, there's probably a quality in the character they played that you desired. Stop it. I'm not talking, you, you're in trouble. No more Henry Cavill movies for you. <laughs> um, in public, people dream about having sex in public. It is fairly common to dream about having sex in public. Location is important in dreams. Uh, the settling Wait, the setting of a dream, no matter what's going on in the setting, is important to pay attention to because it will typically represent where you are in your life and where you are in your heart and mind. Having public sex in a dream, then, could represent preoccupation. Listen to me. (laughs) Preoccupation. I can't even say it. Being preoccupied. Being preoccupied. (laughs) God dang it. Uh, And depending on who you sleep with, you might be uh, seeking recognition for the qualities in that person. I'm just torp about the movie star thing. I can't. I can't read now. I'm all Superman's I'm all, got you that. I'm all shook up. up. I'm all shook up. Man, um, having sex in a bathroom, which is gross. I don't know why you would dream about it. Yikes. If you're dreaming about having sex in a bathroom, uh, it's an area of your life where you need to do some cleansing or re- revealing. The partner in this dream could be a message from your subconscious that if you you're not a certain quality of this person into your life, into your behavior. It will help you cleanse that negativity. Having sex in the kitchen. People dream about that. The sex, uh, the kitchen is all about creation and nourishment. So if you're having a sex dream there, it's typically a good sign that, uh, something is in the works, uh, that something good's in the works, um, to dream mind, to the dreaming mind, the kitchen would indicate that you're cooking up some kind of idea or or project that you will feed your soul that will, that will nourish you. Or if the man just goes in the kitchen to like wash dishes, you get all fired up in your dream. I think that women would not turn him down. Do we have dishes in the sink? (laughs) Next. Okay. Just kidding. (laughs) Not really. Um, if you're dreaming about having sex, BDSM, 
bondage, discipline, sadism, and masochism. It's showing up in your dream. There are a few ways to look at it. First, consider whether you're the one dominating or being dominated in the dream. Then ask yourself how you feel about it. In some cases, this dream can indicate you're being too hard on yourself in some ways. It also means you want to control some of the areas in your life if you're dominating. Or, alternatively, you wish someone else would take control, the sub. And, of course, it can also mean you're simply intrigued by what possibilities and what you want to try in real life. I'm just going to read the next one. (laughs) Sex with a friend. And lastly, if you dreamed uh, that you slept with your friend, it can sometimes be about connecting or coming together on some level, psychologically or emotionally. Having recent, have you recently connected? Did you have an intimate revealing conversation or discover you share the same point of view or have gone through a similar experience? The dream would be a reflection of how you connected or perhaps how you want to connect. Can you stop having sex dreams? No. You can't stop having them. Hmm. All right. All dreams are mysterious and up for interpretation. Sex dreams are no exception, but reassured they don't always need to be taken literally. In fact, they usually don't. Okay. So maybe it's not what we think all the time. That's a lot of information on dreams. That's a lot. I like it. I find it interesting. I found out a lot about, uh, about Henry Cavill that I didn't want to know about. <laughs> I'm getting a dream catcher. You better, because I'm going to whip Henry Cavill's ass if he <laughs> comes in your dreams anymore. He's Superman. Well, so I don't care. <laughs> you better bring your cape. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring a nine millimeter. So it's good. You're so crazy. All right. Well, hey, it was good to get in here and do this again. I enjoyed it. So much fun. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, we will do it again soon. All right. I'll see you at the Bye. house.